stuck in our homes But you're not alone Our seven feet and knees We'll shoot the breeze COVID-19 has you down Down So stay with us and hang around Until it all works out Hi, I'm Peggy. And I'm Dave. How are you today, Dave? I am well, and you? I am fantastic. Really? It's, you know, it's better than complaining, right? Sure is. So but you're not, but you're saying you are. It's fine. I'm not not fantastic, so I'm going to go with it. The okay. sun is shining. It's a little chilly outside, but that's all right. The internet seems particularly strong today, so it was easier to do my job. Um, life is good. What about you? How's your phantom pain? Still away? Still away. I, it, once good. it goes, like I, I shouldn't have it now for another few months. Typically, that's lucky. what happens. Okay. Uh, yeah, it doesn't come in like clusters. It just, it's almost more frustrating at that level because I, I wish I could understand why it happens. Yeah. But um, no. It's good. Um, okay. It's been a thrilling day so far. I um, I, I was on the phone at uh, seven this morning with some of my work peers uh, who are based in Sweden. And, I was going to um, say seven is really early to be working stateside. It is, but if it's one in the afternoon or two in the afternoon, yeah. whatever it is in Sweden, it makes a lot of sense. Definitely. Um, so you know, have been on a lot of phone calls this morning. I think the uh, most exciting part of my day has been I uh, I had a, a lunch that was a, it was I'll call it a surf and turf, um, but I had a combination of the leftover sushi that we were able to order in last night. Uh, so I had I had some come on, come on. Sorry. Work with me, Peggy. Mm. <laughs> had some nasty really raw good, fish. Hey. Had some really good raw fish, and then. I, I comboed that with my my dwindling supply of bacon encrusted meatloaf. Okay. So it was a really good lunch. I'm quite I'm quite satiated right now. Good, good. Oh, how did your meatloaf turn out once you figured out the bacon crisscross thing? Uh, it, it worked out pretty well. Um, I might the next time I do it, I might lightly fry the bacon first uh, not to anywhere close to done but just a bit more it's it is a bit soft um even when i reheat it now so okay uh, it's not bad it's cooked it's just on the softer side so i would probably I, I wouldn't do that can i give you a suggestion yeah go ahead i would finish it under the broiler after you cook it well i could do that well yeah, that way you have all the bacon fat through it yeah so there's lots of bacon fat in my in my uh, my meatloaf place, good. whatever you call it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's good. It tastes really good. Awesome. Like That's that. all that matters. Yeah. What's going so, on with you? Uh, a little bit of of amputee kind of centric news or questions that that have been asked, um, particularly about the stimulus check. 
Uh, people want to know if they get SSDI, if they should be expecting a stimulus check. And I know I brought this question to you and you did some research. So can you talk about that for a minute? Yes, I, I won't have a dazzling long explanation. The short answer is yes, in general, you should expect to check. Um, I did I did do some quick research on this and, and found an article in Forbes, which seems to me to be a credible news source and a business news source. And they very clearly stated in, in this article uh, written, I think, two or three days ago, that if you are on SSDI, you are eligible for the stimulus check. So um, I think people should be expecting it. Hopefully you are getting it, but if you are not and have questions, please let us know through uh, amplife.com. Very good, thank you. Um, yeah. And we actually, we got another email this morning and I didn't get a chance to run this by you, so you'll have to kind of answer this on the fly. Okay. Um, people want to know if they are, they're going for a new device and it has to have authorization through Medicare. They want to know if that that is being delayed because of COVID-19 or if the timelines that had been working in the past are the same. Well, Medicare, fee-for-service Medicare doesn't require prior authorization for prosthetic devices. So the short answer there is no. I'm guessing that people might be asking in connection with Medicare Advantage plans Maybe which, um, I, it was an email, so I don't know. I was just literally just yeah. reading what the email was. Yeah, so assuming that we're talking about a Medicare Advantage plan, which would be the only option that makes sense here um, in the context of the question, I can tell you that um, this is something that uh, we've been, you know, in the in the clinics that our company operates and from what I know about other clinics, I, I have not heard a lot of... Um, complaining or consternation that authorization timelines have slowed down dramatically. Um, my sense is that for the major insurance companies, uh, they have shifted, they quickly shifted their workforces remote. They may have been somewhat remote already anyway, to some extent. Um, and um, the, the impression that I have gotten is that the insurance industry is ticking along in much the same way as it has historically. So. Um, I'm not going to say there aren't outliers out there, but I definitely would have heard if we were seeing significant delays in authorization for claims. Um, so my guess is that we're not seeing those. Um, and that's probably a combination of the fact that I, I think the insurance workforces are still um, largely totally staffed up. And there has been, I, I will guarantee there's been a decrease in the total volume of claims they're having to process right. because anything that's not essential is off the board. Um, so, you know, millions and millions of- It doesn't have to be that, correct? I mean, if you're going, if if you are with a prosthetic facility right now that's still fully functional and seeing all patients and you want to go in for your running leg, which may not be considered essential, you could still do that, correct? Yeah, it would, it would depend yeah. entirely on, it would depend entirely on the policy of the individual facility you go to if they right. if they you know I do know there are facilities that have made the decision that they will only see patients in what they are defining as emergency who are in emergency situations which would essentially be something's broken right and you can't walk um, or use your upper extremity prosthesis and they would only see patients for that reason and if that's the case if you're in a facility that is implementing that approach 
then a running leg is not something that's going to happen. Um, at clinics that are operating differently, um, you would absolutely be able to do that so long as it fits into their criteria. So, uh, you know, definitely worth calling your prosthetist and getting an understanding of um, what it is that they're doing during this time and how they're operating and uh, getting your expectations set appropriately. Uh, but, um, you know, absolutely, uh, I can tell you definitively for the clinics that, that we, we operate that um, we're, we're trying to limit um, appointments that really are not um, substantive so much, i.e. just sort of a regular follow-up appointment um, to check in with a patient. That's the stuff that is that's coming off the boards, and um, and a lot of those are done through telemedicine at this point as well. Yeah, you can we can do them through telemedicine, and uh, and and check in with patients that way, um, and then um, you know appointments that are 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 more quote important, and, and I, I use that term loosely, but appointments that involve. Um, significant issues that someone's having with a prosthesis or previously scheduled delivery or um, the need to pick up uh, you know relevant supplies things like that um, are still are still in the schedule sounds good I just wanted to clarify when you said essential that that again that really is depending upon your individual facility that you go to that that's not well, a, a mandate yeah from the government that you can only go for essential prosthetic care. Yeah, and let me be clear, when I, when I was using that term, when I said there's a drop off because there's been a, 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 um, all, of, all of the non-essential um, healthcare in the country has stopped, what I really mean by that is any, uh, any surgery specifically that's considered non-essential isn't happening. So right. you would see this much more uh, on the in the uh, let's call it, let's call it in the orthotic side of OMP, where um, a lot of people who require bracing products are coming off of knee surgery or back surgery, right? Well, any one of those surgeries that is the result of you know like a, a weekend warrior blowing out their knee in a football game, well, no one's doing that anymore. There are no weekend exactly. football games, so there are no surgeries happening, and people who have had knee injuries. Um, they're just basically, or spinal injuries, they're being pushed off. They're trying to manage it without, um, without performing surgeries. So when I was referring to essential, I was really, I was not referring to O&P specifically, which has been declared an essential health service. That's why. That's what I was trying to get to. <laughs> yeah. That's why so many prosthetic facilities remain open today, um, and providing service because we have been deemed, um, we have been deemed essential and, um, and within that context then, um, different facilities are applying different standards in terms of what types of appointments they, they will um, have in the facility versus doing it some other way. Right. Was that clear? That was, eventually that was, yes. This okay. is what happens when we don't, when we don't chat it out first. <laughs> yeah, well, we get there, just, you know. Yeah. It's, Follow our meanderings. You've got nowhere to go, people. Just relax and listen. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's right. That was that was five minutes of your life that you'll never get back. But what else were you going to do with it? <laughs> exactly. Um. So let's see. What did I do last night? Last night. Oh, did I tell you about that? No, I. I don't know. I think I did. I think I complained about it yesterday. That horrible science assignment that Robbie had to do. Um. So you that was, it, yes. yes, that was the majority of yesterday afternoon. 
um, you know, three and a half hours, and it was graded, and it just said good on it. I was like, seriously, that was better than good, but whatever. <laughs> um, let's see, that's it. Uh, we actually treated ourselves yesterday and uh, got takeout for dinner. Yeah, um, we're trying yeah. to do that. Yeah, we're trying to do that once a week just to to kind of support the local businesses that we really like in this area. Yeah. Um, so that was our big excitement yesterday, and um, that's it. You know. What did you get? Uh, chicken fingers and fries. They're kids. It doesn't matter where you get takeout. That's what they like. So. But it's a small, like mom and pop kind of diner place. So. Yeah. Quite honestly, anything other than that probably would not have traveled very well anyway. So. They have good milkshakes. Nice. Good hand milkshakes. So we got those for the kids. So they were very excited. Good. And that's it. I'm trying to think. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful day. We started, uh, I printed off a kindness bingo card. So the kids and I are working through that to see how fast we can get to a bingo. So that's clever. Yeah. Just trying to spend the time, right? That's it. What about you? Baking anything soon? No, I don't have I don't have near term baking plans. Um, it's been the last two days have been bonkers. I you know I I was working last night till almost nine o'clock at night. Just one of those days where there was just a lot to do. Um, I literally <laughs> I worked out in the morning, never changed out of my gym clothes. Worked you know worked all day through till nine o'clock. Went upstairs at nine, showered, and was lights out by ten o'clock, which is not my. Wow not my ideal day honestly yeah but um fortunately those those are usually few and far between and so um you know got today today's just been a normal work day i'm hoping that maybe i'll get out and get a chance to walk because it is gorgeous outside but um that's probably more hope and aspiration on my part than reality okay. and uh other than it's, that it is a really pretty at least here it's a really pretty day it's chillier yeah. than I would like, but the sun is so bright. It's, you know, I don't mind being stuck at home on days like today. No, it's one of those days where the sky is just as blue as can be, and there are almost no clouds anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So, see, that's why I said life is good today. Life is good generally. I mean, you just, it's, it's, all, a, it's all a mindset. Exactly. <laughs> it's, you know, you can, you can choose to be miserable in this, or you can... Try to choose to be happy. That's right. All right. Good talking to you, Dave. You too, Peggy. Catch you tomorrow. Talk again tomorrow. Bye. Bye. We're stuck in our home.